0: Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast For developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. Remember, you can contact me on the Dr. Wyatt Show Monday through Thursday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time with your marriage questions. You can reach me at 720-307-7347. If you don't reach me, leave a voicemail and I'll respond back to your question on the next Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. Today I'm going to do something I've never done on the podcast, which is pull back the curtain a little bit so you can see more into my life. The habits that I do, what fills up my days. A lot of people are interested to learn more about the people they follow on social media or podcasts or YouTube. So I thought I would spend the episodes this week pulling back the curtain so you can see a little more into my life and what my life looks like. So this is part one of a three-part series. So let's start with Monday. So Monday mornings, I get up and I go to the gym around 5.45 in the morning. I like to prioritize exercise. If I don't do it first thing in the morning, it usually doesn't happen. I am a health nut. So I'm very focused on exercise, very conscientious with what I eat And so that's been a value for me for a long time. Actually, when I was growing up, it wasn't a value. And I loved fast food. McDonald's was my favorite fast food. I remember the first time I went with my wife to Germany and I couldn't have any American food and I was craving McDonald's so bad. And thankfully we went to a larger city and found a McDonald's and I went there there and pigged out. So that's how i used to eat and my wife used to be more health conscious than me but i often didn't listen to her advice and then i remember in undergrad taking nutrition the course and i learned all sorts of things that my wife had been preaching to me my girlfriend at the time about how i should be eating better and that completely transformed how i ate And it actually made me even more health conscious than my wife, and so I'm actually more focused on health than she is, even though she used to be healthier than me. So health is a big value for me, it's a big focus. I really believe that the more you take care of your body, the better you're gonna feel, the better you're gonna behave, the better you're gonna think, and so taking care of our health is so important. So, that's how I start my day. So around 5.45 in the morning, Monday morning, I get up, go to the gym, Half I'm there for roughly an hour. The first half I do cardio, second half I do weights. While I'm there, I like to listen to podcast episodes of people I follow so that I can also be fed. So that's how I start the day. The big goal for me on Mondays is to produce these podcast episodes. So I try to create several on Monday and then I publish them throughout the week. So Monday becomes my major day for content creation for the podcast, and I usually feel inspired to talk about certain things, either from my own marriage, things I'm going through or have been through, or from clients that I see in my practice. Usually it's from one or the other or a blend. And normally the topic I focus on for the podcast episodes, it's something that I've been ruminating about and kind of percolating on for a while, and it's really just something I've been processing. So by the time I actually talk about it during the podcast episode, it just all spills out because it's something I've been mulling over for a while. So that's the main thing that I do on Mondays is I, I create the podcast episode. Speaking of health, another thing I do usually around midday in the afternoon is I take a nap. I prioritized trying to take a 15 minute power nap, not very long, but long enough for me to fall asleep. And it's amazing how much better I feel after that nap. I didn't desire or need a nap until I started reaching my late 30s, early 40s. And then I started noticing I feel like dirt at the end of the day if I haven't had a nap. And so I started prioritizing it several years ago and now i can't go without it so i really try to prioritize a 15 minute nap every day around two or three o'clock it just feels like i wake up a new person and i've recharged my batteries another thing that happens for me on mondays is my wife and i have a mini date at night so the mini date is a home date Because we have kids, and so we can't leave the house Monday night. And so we just make the most of a mini date. Uh, Normally the mini date, we start around 7.30, and our youngest daughter is usually getting ready for bed already. And then our older daughter is usually doing homework or is on her phone or watching a movie. And so it's not a very long mini date. It's usually from around 7.30 to 9.30. And we take turns who's in charge of that mini date. And we try to prioritize, just like I preach, we try to prioritize recreation. So we'll try to do something fun during the mini date. Maybe we'll play a game. Maybe we'll go for a quick bike ride, or maybe we go in the yard and play frisbee or play basketball. So we try to do something fun. And then we prioritize our head-heart time, which I'll talk more about later. That's for emotional intimacy. And then we try to have some type of sensual activity. And all the while, we're trying to integrate a lot of affection. So that is a priority. So Monday nights is our nights for one of our two mini dates. I do try to practice what I preach. And often, I preach based on what I've practiced. And so I usually experiment with what works. That's one of the benefits of me being married. I've been married since 1999, and I have not had an easy marriage. We've been through all sorts of... Of problems that you can imagine. And so I know what it feels like to have challenges and to go through a lot of difficult seasons in marriage. And so a lot of what I recommend to other couples is from me continually experimenting with my own marriage of what works and what doesn't work, combined with working with couples in my practice, combined with doing my conferences where I work with couples there. So all these things I practice or I preach often comes out of a lot of experimentation in my own personal life of what I feel like my wife and I need or what we could benefit from. And then I tweak it and work on it and adjust it until it feels workable and is successful and then I promote it to other couples. So that is one of the benefits of me being married is that you're getting firsthand recommendations from someone who is married. So that's usually what my Mondays look like. Now, Tuesdays, I start the day the same way, wake up around 5.45, I go to the gym for about an hour, then I come home. On Tuesdays, those are the days I go to the office. I have an office in Boulder, Colorado, where I see clients. I work with couples. I've been in private practice since 2004 in Boulder. I love Boulder. I feel... Uh, very bonded to Boulder because I went to undergraduate school there at the University of Colorado at Boulder I met my wife there uh, so now we live about 15 minutes from Boulder and it's just a part of who I am I've been around Boulder since 1994 so I really enjoy Boulder so I go to Boulder on Tuesday I see clients there I have an office in an old historic home I like homes I have character And I usually see five clients five couples Uh, some of the couples are there for 45 minutes sometimes it's an hour and a half some of the couples are virtual some are live but I go there so that couples have the choice if they want to see me live or if they want to do virtual I just see them through my laptop while I'm in my office at Boulder so working with clients there on Tuesdays uh, that also gives me a lot of content for what to talk about in my tools and my podcast. It's helpful for me to continue to see clients because it keeps me in the mix. When you work with clients, for me, I get to see firsthand the challenges they're going through, what they're struggling with, what they're feeling, what they need, and so that's so important for me to keep my hand in the mix because I'm in the profession of helping couples. You'd be surprised how many people are in the profession of helping couples who aren't married And who don't work with couples they just promote things that they think would help and so it's really helpful when i see those clients not only to help them but then the experience and the exposure i have working with them helps me help others such as through the podcast so that's me that's my monday and tuesday routine on average tuesday night two other things that happen one thing that happens on tuesday nights for me is i'm a part of a men's group I've been a part of this men's group for about 15 years. Uh, there's only three of us. It's ebbed and flowed throughout the year. Sometimes it's, it's gotten as big as 10 people, and it's gone to five people, seven people. Right now we're at three people. But me and these two other men, we've been meeting for about 15 years. And we just to get, get together. Usually it's at my house. Usually we take turns. Who's going to bring the drinks? And we just hang out. For about an hour to two hours, and we just share about our life, what we're going through, what's the highs, the lows, and then we support each other. We're there for each other to encourage each other. And that's a community that I really value because I really think it's important to have some community in your life over and beyond your partner, ideally, same sex, gender, so that you can really relate, you can really resonate with what each other's going through, and then you have each other to really open up to and be transparent so you have that good, solid friendship and community in your life. After that, I do the head heart check with my wife. So this is something I I talk about a lot. The head heart check is a great, simple way to stay connected. The head is everything you did throughout the day. The heart is everything you felt, and why? So mad, sad, glad, or fear, and why? During the head heart check, you are not allowed to talk about anything negative you feel toward your partner because then they're gonna avoid the head heart check and you can't fix your partner. So if they're sharing struggles they're going through, all you can do is empathize to keep it emotionally safe. And empathy sounds like this. That sounds hard. No wonder you feel like that. I can see how you'd feel X because of Y. It makes sense you feel this way. Validation and empathy is all that's allowed. You need that daily head heart check to stay emotionally connected. So that's something that's a part of my routine on Tuesday nights. So there you have it. There's a day in the life or a week in the life of me, Dr. Wyatt. So again, that's my Monday and my Tuesday. Tune in for the next two episodes to hear what I do the rest of the week. The call to action this week is to leave a review of the marriage of my podcast, the Dr. Wyatt Show. Wherever you listen to podcast, submit a review, and then take a screenshot and then email me the review, info at drwyattfisher.com. And this week I'm going to be giving away a free copy, a free audiobook of my book, The Total Marriage Refresh. It goes through the top six steps. Needed for marital satisfaction. So, again, leave a review of the podcast, take a screenshot, email it to me, info at drwyattfisher.com. I'll email you back with a free downloadable version of the audiobook of the Total Marriage Refresh. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. For more resources, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. And if you want to pay it forward, if you have benefited from this podcast, Be sure to tell one other person about The Dr. Wyatt Show today. I'd really appreciate it. And remember, your marriage is alive. So if you care for it, nurture it, it will grow. But if you neglect it and deprive it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.